Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Michael Reed on LMFM. Well, the government will publish uh, the roadmap for reopening every part of uh, society at uh, the end of uh, next week. Uh, but of course, uh, there'll be the caveat of how the school's reopening goes first uh, and everything hinges on uh, the successful return of uh, children to school and indeed the hope, if not the expectation, that that won't result in a new surge or a new wave uh, in particular because of the success of the vaccination programme as it continues. But of course children will have to get to school apart from anything else uh, and uh, some will do that on the bus, others won't because uh, there won't be a seat for them which is uh, the case every year despite uh, the need for a seat. Uh, And Sinn Féin is um, uh, proposing uh, to provide an additional 17,000 seats on the school transport scheme. Its spokesperson on transport is Darren O'Rourke, a TD for me, the East, and he's on the line. And a very good morning to you, Darren O'Rourke, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us this morning. That's a, a lot of new bus seats. Uh, I take it it would mean an awful lot of new buses and at a substantial cost. Yeah, uh, thanks, Michael. And, and and this is an issue that, that arises every year. Um, I think just to say at the outset, the, the 17,000... Um, figure is is a, just a little bit above um, the, the figure of of children that are identified every year as eligible for the scheme, but excluded for for from the scheme uh, on on the basis of the 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 lack of of uh, um, of, of investment in the scheme and and, and the fact that it that is that it, it is curtailed. Um, and that's an so addition what, to the hundred and fourteen thousand who do get a seat. So you'd be bringing the number of seats up to about 130,000 in total. Yeah, exactly. So so I, I suppose that uh, you know there's there's a number of reasons why we think that um and 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 to say at the outset uh, Michael covid is a complicating factor in in all of this, you know. So 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 I think what what, what we're saying here is that really the state needs to set its position out very clearly. The government needs to set their position out very clearly and say we want uh a shift in mode of transport for for people going to school. So we have seen in, in recent decades, and people will remember back to a time when the when the school run didn't look anything like it looks like today. Um, um, you know where where there were a lot less cars, uh, more children walked and cycled, and particularly more more more. Um, 
you know, less, less we're, we're on, we're, we're, we're in cars. And, and that is a, you know, a major trend that, that really to, for climate reasons, for, you know, for the convenience of families, for, for, you know, work-life balance, um, for the day-to-day routine that we, that, you know, we need to, to reverse. Um, and there are plans there from government to, to do that, but they're, they're, they're nowhere nearly ambitious enough. So for example, um, this year, the government say that they're going to expand the scheme by 1,800 seats, but it's not clear actually if those 1,800 seats are going to be new seats or if they're just going to be a recategorization of, of seats from last year. Mm. Um, and, and this is the decade, Michael, where you know the whole climate challenge needs to be tackled in 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 a real way okay. um and we're saying well, that, we know there's you know, problems the every year and we do know that there's climate problems but we do know that there's uh, problems every year and children can't get a, a seat on uh, the bus uh, but uh, we, i suppose the hope is that those 1800 seats will be new seats and will uh, facilitate some of those children but the point you're making here is that you want about 10 times that amount Exactly, Michael, and 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 we believe that the you know it, it's a matter like it's simply a case of of ambition. Um, we believe it's it's about you know setting ourselves on a tra- trajectory where we can reverse the the trends that we've seen in, in in recent years in terms of the amount of children that are are getting the, getting cars to school. Like for example, we know from the CSO that in the mid eighties, about twenty percent of children travel to school by car. Now that's well in excess of sixty percent. Um, and you know, not all of that is is down to to convenience. You know, so, some of it is down to the fact that alternatives aren't there. That school bus transport uh, is there, but is isn't available. And and that's that's why we believe that the scheme needs to be expanded. We also think there's you know there is opportunity there um, to do it. Uh, we know that you know 80% of the the school bus transport scheme is delivered by the by private operators, so it's subcontracted out from the Department of, Ed- to Ed- of Education through Bus Aaron to private contractors. We know that very many of those private contractors also operate as you know tour operators, and um, they have buses that that are laid up and that haven't been uh, used this year or for the last 18 months because of the the impact of COVID. So we believe there's an opportunity to bring people into the scheme to properly support those private contractors in in a way that you know they they don't have outside of the, the the private scheme. Although there will be mm. you know there will be need like in 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 Drogheda and you know many towns around the the country. Okay. There are local there are local bus services. Right, that but none of this happens schools. for nothing. Uh, uh, and you're spending money already as if there's no tomorrow. Uh, I think you've estimated this yourself at a cost around 17 million. And you're looking for a, a, another 40 million or almost 40 million. Uh, because uh, there won't be fees for children who get places on the bus. Yeah, and and I think again, so, so just to say, there's a, there's a couple of issues, Michael. First is the, is the issue of availability. So people want to use school bus transport, but the services aren't available to them. So we need to address that as an issue. The second piece is people don't uh, avail of the service because it's uh, prohibitively expensive for them. Um, 
and particularly for people who are on, on lower incomes, that can be a real challenger if you have a number of, you know, more than one child that mm. can be a, a particular challenge. Now, we have said that our ambition, Sinn Féin's ambition, is that school bus transport would be would be free um, at some time in the future. But we're conscious that, you know, we need to invest in expanding the, the service in the first instance. We need to improve the quality of the buses and, and invest in the fleet. And mm. that will take, take funding. So we're saying, over a period more of money, time. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it, it, it is more money, Michael, hmm. but Another actually, five million is your estimate, isn't it? Yeah, well, five million hmm. investment in fleet for, hmm. for, for new hmm. buses because we know that, that many of the buses are, are you know, in the, in the, in the bus airing service are aged and, and they do need to be uh, invested in. But, but Michael, mm. like we heard, we heard from the IPCC, we've heard from, you know, eminent economists mm. all over mm. the world the EPA saying... And, yeah. mm-hmm. I know, and I, yeah, understand, but, but, I, under, I do understand the point, but you're up to 35 billion at, at this stage and maybe it's money well spent and maybe you'll get a, a return on your investment uh, in terms of uh, what... Uh, it saves in terms of the environment uh, a part from the service that will provide to people. But uh, is there a risk that if you make uh, school transport free to all, uh, that everybody will want one, whether they need a seat on the bus or not? Yeah, uh, well, you know, and, and maybe that's not, not too bad. You know, that's not the worst thing in the world, uh, Michael, in, in terms of encouraging people on to, to public transport. And that's what we want to do ultimately. Mm-hmm. I think there is a, but there is a real point. And, you know, we heard at the Climate Committee and the Transport Committee from witnesses around the world, uh, around Europe in particular, who are who are were trying to, to lead and, and international examples of how, you know, this type of modal shift, as they call, as they call it in the sector, happens and they make that point they make the, the point like if 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 we were to prioritize and there's been some discussion michael about free public transport and that's ultimately a position that i think my party supports and we have proposals in, in terms of getting there incrementally but if we did that in the morning michael um what you would have is a a, a system a, a transport system that's creaking um been completely overwhelmed with the amount of people that are av- so so my point is we need to invest in the infrastructure we need to invest in buses we need to invest in fleet we need to invest in quality bus corridors we need to invest in the the you know the roads that mm. that these buses uh, run on so so it's about sequencing um because obviously you've said it like all of that takes money and it takes significant money um i, I think it's important we take a step by step approach and and they they have shown and, and and like they've referenced the likes of Ken Livingston in, in, in London and others, uh, you know, and particularly on the continent, um, that where this, you know, these types of interventions in terms of trying to expand the use of public transport, whether it's school bus transport or buses or or, or, or trains, that the investment in the, the services themselves is important at the outset and then look towards reducing the, the, the costs to increase and encourage people to to avail of those, you know, improved services. Mm, but if everybody's getting on the bus, uh, that would impact negatively on the environment, especially if we're talking about a situation where people were getting the bus when they didn't need uh, to be transported to school. Yeah. I suppose that was the point that I was making there. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, well, well, well I, I suppose another point to, to make, Michael, and Rachel, like, so school bus transport and investment in, in school bus transport um it's it's one part of of our proposals uh, to to improve the the trip to school. Mm. We also need to look at um, 
you know, active travel. So, so people who, you know, are in the car but should really be walking or cycling. And again, those are figures that that there is significant room for improvement on. And and some mm. of the issue, like we'll hear it from parents, is they don't feel it's safe to walk or cycle of to course. school. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, 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 they're, so right. they're in the car. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's a sweet yeah. sweet of measures, Michael. Absolutely. But uh, is this opposition politics in that you're spending money uh, that you don't have or don't have to look for? Uh, and if you ended up in government, uh, would it be one of those situations uh, that uh, it suddenly isn't possible because uh, you didn't uh, decide to go into government with Fianna Fáil, uh, but you had to agree policies with them? Yeah, no, uh, not not at all, Michael. And just to, just to, to give you a sense of, of our process, like, you know, every year we prepare like a really robust um uh, pre-budget submission. I would have been in, in, in involved in that process myself, and I, when I worked in Leinster House, now I'm involved in it again. In, in, in terms of being a being a TD, really, we're under uh, strict instruction from from Mary Lou Macdonald and from from Pierce Doherty to make sure mm. that we're not making uh, doing what others have done in the past, making commitments that we're not going to to deliver on. Um, so everything in, that in making your calculations, you'd be cutting 35 million euros from somewhere else in the transport sector, I gather. Well, not not so. So, you know, and, and I suppose this is an early announcement, Michael, that we have agreed with our policy and with, with Pierce Doherty and Mary Lou McDonald mm. to say that, look, this is a, an early announcement because obviously the, you know, it's in line with the schools coming back and that. And, and we have other announcements over the summer period. Mm. But all of this, Michael, will be will be incorporated within the Sinn Féin pre-budget or, or alternative budget in, in the next number of weeks. And so you wouldn't be cutting £35 million the, from uh, uh, another part of the transport budget? We, we, the, the £35 million will be generated either in, in new taxation measures or in savings from, from other departments, but um, okay. not necessarily not necessarily within the transport budget, Michael, because we see, you know, okay. the real well, need. A, 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 a wealth tax, perhaps, yeah? Well, well, you, you know the type of thing, Michael, yeah. that we have have proposed in, in recent mm. years. I, I don't know the, the full details, and I'm not sure they're okay. fully worked out because but we. Sinn Fein has but, been but, but proposing that's... a wealth tax, uh, I suppose, uh, for over a decade sure. at this stage. Yeah, so let's say yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you're not going to introduce a, a wealth tax if Fianna Fáil don't let you introduce a wealth tax. No, and and again, Michael, you, you you go back to that point of like we will stand on a, on a platform the next time round when there is a, a, a general election, and the more votes we get, the more TDs, and we're going to stand as many candidates. Mm. We're not going but to make need, you'll need you'll need Fall, will you not? Well, uh, well, hopefully, Michael, you know, and and like we've we've well rehearsed this, like our, you know, our clear preference is for a government that doesn't contain Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael. Yeah, but, I think we've seen seen well, that, Michael. That, that, uh, that, that what, won't what matter parties. when the numbers are crunched and uh, there's the prospect of taking office in coalition with Fianna Fáil. And if Fianna Fáil says to you, uh, we're not going to. Uh, stand over a, a wealth tax. There won't be a wealth tax. There won't be the money available, and you'll be making excuses for this and some well, o- other well, initiatives well, that well, you're announcing in opposition because well, they're not realistic. Well, well, well Michael, let, let's put it like this, Michael, and, and 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 leave the names of the parties out of it. But if if Sinn Fein goes into the 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 next coalition negotiations with sixty TDs or fifty five or sixty five TDs, and a minority group has you know five or ten. The, the nature of those negotiations 
will be very different from somebody saying, well, you want a wealth tax and you're not getting it. That, you know, so, so I, I think the numbers really matter. You know, the, and, and what we can do from our behalf from Sinn Féin is put out a clear and comprehensive policy platform and let people have their say. And if they support it, well, then we'll get a mandate and a strong enough mandate will give us the strength to, to go and deliver on it. And I think that's a, mm. a principle that, that applies. So I take it if uh, you don't wish to talk about Fianna Fáil or any political party by name, that you're open to discussions as a political party with all of the political parties, Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, the Greens, Labour or whoever you, uh, may uh, be able to do it deal with regardless of how that deal pans out well i i think that's the that, that's the position we went into the last general election with with michael and we saw the way that that panned out uh, uh fianna fall and, and fine Gael, uh came together and did everything to to, to exclude Sinn fein I, I think people will have seen that and i'll go back to that point of we will put forward our platform, we'll ask for the strongest mandate, and on the back of that mandate and the support we get from people, we'll try and, and uh, you know, and, and we will speak to um, to all parties um, and, and independents and whoever to try and put together, uh, agree a programme of, of government that's about delivering on the type of change that we believe people wanted uh, in February 2020 and aren't seeing sight nor sound of uh, since. Okay, we'll leave it there for the moment. Thank you indeed, as always, for joining us today. That's Sinn Féin's spokesperson on transport. Darren O'Rourke is a TD for Mead East. Michael Reed on LMFM. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.